you know, like you don't surf. I mean, I don't know if you go to a climbing shop or a, a bike shop and then people don't ride bikes or go climbing. I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know because that's not my thing. But in surfing, it's like ridiculous. Hello and welcome to the UK Surf Show. We are your hosts. I'm Pete. And I'm Mitch. And on today's episode, we have Steve from Real Surfing Magazine. Yeah, Real Surfing Magazine. And a lot of you will know Steve, who used to be at Karma Surf Shop. And he is now off, set up a new place called Fringe Surf Shop. And that is still located in Newquay, but we'll get more about that at the end of the show. And, um, well, we'll get into this one because we recorded this quite a long time we ago. We recorded this such a long time ago. All I really remember was just laughing my tits off. <laughs> so enjoy it and let's get into it. Yeah, let's go. Right, yeah. So we are with Steve from Real Surf Magazine. Hello. How's it going? Yeah, not too bad. Nice to see you, boys. Nice to see you. Nice to see you in Clown Town. Yeah. Yes. It's yeah. carnage around here at the minute. Yeah, it is. It's always carnage. Yeah. yeah. But you kind of get used to it. Yeah. Fair one. And you've been here for a while, I'm guessing. Yeah, since the 80s, really. So, yeah. I'll never be a local, though. You know what I mean? No. no. But uh, I suppose. But you, you kind of are. It's a good community here. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. I'm from Brighton originally. Okay. Yeah. So I moved here in the eighties. It was a but surfing was a different thing. Yeah, that actually brings us straight onto one of the questions we did have. How have you seen it change in that time? Uh, You're straight in with like yeah. questions. Yeah. Really? No, I'm going to go straight. I was in on with a journey vibe. Yeah, I'm going to go straight. <laughs> I just used the toilet and like. I'm going to go straight in with that. Okay. Yeah. You know, he's uh, been how do I see surfing change? Well, from a personal level, I'd say. Um, since the 80s it felt like more of a subculture to me I got into it because it was a bit rebellious I came through skateboarding so where I lived in Southwick near Brighton it's a little tiny place there's a break there called the Hot Pipe and it's kind of it's pretty shit to be honest but it's um but it's just windswell you know typical south coast windswell but it breeds a really hardcore sort of little group of all those little places around the uk i think they breed a real hardcore little element because they're, they're having to deal with crap surf and i think ultimately that probably makes you a better surfer because you're surfing crap waves you have to learn how to deal with crap conditions when you come when i moved down here i was like look at this this is like going a window comparatively yeah, you know yeah, what i mean yeah. i can still remember looking at the waves thinking man this is ridiculous but people locals look at it and they go oh that looks crap today i'm looking and going man if this was back home this would be firing yeah. it's funny you because know, we did like, exact conversation yesterday yeah. about I, I don't want to call it wave snobbery because people you, yeah. you can be selective yeah. i can't be selective because i don't get enough swell to be yeah. selective but yeah, surfing sloppy weak choppy waves has so much to be said for and yeah. given you ability. When yeah, you have yeah. to work to be able to get around a section, when you, it's not yeah, just been yeah. given to you on a glass plate. Totally, yeah. And I and I still carry that to this day. Yeah. You know, all these years, I still look at it. Even all the guys, there's loads more guys from Brighton around here or crappy places, and they and they're all the same. Everyone looks at it, and we're we're jump we're jumping. I can't get you know your wetty on quick enough, and yeah. we're like running down where everyone else is like driving away, and I'm like, mm. what are you doing? But and also it gives you low expectations, you know. Yeah. When it's crap, yeah. you know it's crap. So you just get in there, and it is what it is. You got your exercise, you add your immersion, and sometimes it works out, and sometimes it don't. But yeah. generally, low expectations is the key. Isn't yeah. It? yeah. So you yeah. roughly when in the eighties did you come here? So about eighty six. I'm like as soon as I left school, pretty much straight down here, yeah. and then we uh, and then there's a few guys from my way. So I sort of, you know doing the old sort of feral sleeping on couches and doing mm. whatever until you find some work, and then. Not long after, I went back to Brighton for a winter um, just to get some money because it's so seasonal here. I ended up, um, I got a job just in a supermarket, stacking shelves at night so I didn't go partying. You know, yeah, you got to remember yeah. I was only 16, you know, a young kid, and the temptation of going out and, and uh, wasting your money. And I thought, I just want, and while I was there, funny enough, I met this 
this old fella, Jeff, his name was, and he, uh, he'd been living in Asia for years. And I originally was thinking, I'm just going to go to the Canaries or something on a little surf trip. You know, I, I'm just, I was just a working class kid. I never had any money. We were poor as when we were kids. So we all, you know, and so basically when I, so I put my head down um, and uh, I saved up three grand and ended up going on a round the world trip, you know, just getting oh, out amazing, of here. And it, Cause yeah. he was the guy that Jeff was like saying, no, you, you want to go to Asia, you should do this, do that. And I was thinking, well, I can't do that. You know, like mm. on my own as well. Cause none of my mates could get their shit together. Yeah. You know, so I was like thinking, uh, and I'm not a very focused or driven person either, but I just got, I just got it together. And uh, yeah, three grand worth of travelers checks. Remember yeah. those? Yeah. And we, uh, yeah, in my pocket. And I thought, man, I feel rich. You know, I still remember going into Brighton to on the train with three grand in my pocket to exchange them for travelers checks, shit myself in case I get Mugged. Three you know, grand like, in the 80s yeah, as well. Grand, that yeah, that's a well. lot of money yeah. in the 80s. Well, I, I looked the other day, my mum and dad bought their house in the 80s, 1980, and it cost them 17 and a half yeah. thousand. Bloody hell, man. I yeah. know, oh, yeah. And yeah. they've made you on it. Yeah. The waste well, of money, wasn't it? No, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, when my dad died, there was 35 left on the mortgage, so it worked out. So when you moved here, the surf scene of Newquay. Yeah, I mean, I suppose you look at it differently, though, because you're, you know, because you are also, I was, I was still a, you know, a beginner in a way, you know, like, yeah, I could go, I could surf a wave, but, you know, like when you look back now, it's hard to kind of put it into, you know, into context, but um, I think, surfing itself like I say I liked it because it was a subculture I yeah. liked it because it was a finger to the man it was rebellious like skating it was a bit punk and it felt a bit now it's like some middle class like uh, thing <laughs> you know it's all a bit yeah, you know what yeah, I mean yeah. a bit uh, you know no offence but I, but <laughs> being like I say from nothing you know yeah. like to like we had boards where you'd pass them down and they'd all be there'd be more ding than original board left yeah. but yeah. you loved that board to death because it was sick you I know and you, I yeah. can't believe I've got this you know once upon a time it might have been a good board but you could barely recognisable you know because yeah. it was knackered but it made you again you just got on with it instead of oh now uh, all the groms have got tons of boards all this high performance crap it was just like look you're just lucky to be surfing mate yeah you know, absolutely like kind of thing you know yeah, yeah it just felt a bit more kind of um a bit more feral and a bit more um you Genuine. know that kind of thing yeah, yeah you know what i mean yeah and a bit and and like you know the like the characters of surfing back then felt like they were rebels you know they go out and they're a bit more party and doing this and getting off their heads and you know it, yeah. it was that image right that's what right, surfing yeah. You know the Spicoli type yeah. characters and the or the sort of like hardcore you know guys and everything, but um you know but that, that, go remember that was pretty much shortboardy. Everyone was on the wrong board kind of thing. You yeah. know what I mean in those days. Like I had a stupid little potato chip thing that I first went away to Indo. I had no business being on it, you know. But we all did it. Yeah. You know we could duck dive, but we couldn't couldn't take waves. You know. What well, is an honesty to that having yeah. just just having a board? Say your first car, isn't yeah. it? Like that'll yeah, do. Totally. I'll make it work, yeah. and you will make it work. Yeah, you my first car was it. an Astra, two hundred and fifty quid. My mate had it in bits in his garage, <laughs> and then he put yeah. it together. And go, I've got a car for you. And I was thinking, man. But to his credit, he got it together. Uh. And uh, yeah, and that's your first thing. But yeah, it's funny, isn't it? How you. But when you're not from money either, I think you you learn to uh, appreciate and value make things a bit more. Yeah. You know, like I say, keep them going, isn't it? Yeah. Like yeah, now, yeah. I just see all the kids with brand new this, brand new that, and and whatever. And they think it's going to make them a better surfer. But yeah, I, I definitely don't. don't do that. <laughs> yeah, so I, yeah, I don't particularly. I'm an old bottled firewire. Cheers. Yeah, yeah, I, which I'm not into all that, all no. that firewire, and I just don't. It fails. I don't. Um, Mine has made me surf better. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. I'm a bit like even with boards, like you say. Even now, I'm. I don't get sort of pulled into. I don't like the whole industry thing, the homogenisation of surfing, all the big, you know, the big uh, companies, China, Thailand taking over, soulless. You know what I mean? They yeah. just look. They don't surf. 
you know, I'm yeah. not trying to say Charlie don't surf, but yeah. that thing of like, you know, yeah. it's that whole thing of what, what's that got to do with You're kind of using the image to, yeah. you know, sell products. I yeah. think is that yeah, sure. And you know, like I say, mass produced, isn't it? It's anything that's, they don't know what ways we've got around here. Yeah. You know, like their, their rail shapes or their bottoms aren't made. They don't care. They're just trying to, there's most of them are poor quality. But you I know. think that goes into literally before we started recording, yeah. and you said, why do you want me on here? Well, yeah. And you know, that ties into what you're saying because actually with your, your story, your background, your journey mm. of it, that gives you that same honesty. So yeah, the people that know who you are know who you are. Yeah. And you know, you're making boards for that wave, for them. Yeah, totally. You know, yeah, I, think yeah, I don't, yeah, I make boards. We all, I don't make the boards. Dave does here at Karma. But, um, but like I, that's why I went with Dave here because it was honest and it was like he and to be honest with you a customer base as well you get people that come in sometimes and they think they know think they know that, and then you see them in the surf you're like mate you're wobbling to your feet you know like you came in giving me the impression that you were Kelly Slater yeah, yeah. and then I'll see him in the water and I'm like dude you can barely surf you know that kind of thing why do people have to come in and bullshit you and give you all this you know about how they oh yeah I want this and talk about litres and all this business it's like I'm from the old school thing where well litres doesn't matter it, you know like Dave always says here, he says like, oh, look at that cool box over there. That's 35 litres. Go, surf shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's like, like, that's his, yeah, you know, oh, what this litres, this litres, yeah. But I mean, it looks goes, like it's got wax on it. So yeah, you know, well. yeah, but you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. yeah so yeah. It's, it's how it's distributed. It's how it's, you know, it depends on the surfer. Yeah. It depends on your experience. But yeah, you know, it's fun. I like dealing with people that are open to um, being um, moulded by you or, or just listen, yeah. you know, just listen to me. I've surfed for 40 years. I probably know a bit more than you. You know, like, because you've been surfing five minutes. You yeah. know, like, I would. When I was a kid, I looked up to the older guys. And I was like, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, they used to, like, give you a punch in the face if you got in the way or whatever back then. You couldn't punch someone in the face these days. Right. Not that I agree with it. But it did make me a stronger person, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Were, you know, but it was yeah. different back then. Like you said, the 80s. Mm. You know, that was our time. Yeah. You know. I still love the idea of somebody walking in here going, right, Steve, I think I want a six six mm. and they end up leaving here with a fridge yeah, exactly. <laughs> or a yeah, thruster yeah. Yeah. We'll cool box. <laughs> well Steve said yeah. it was good yeah. just sat bobbing about yeah. it or, yeah or this backpack you know it's 65 yeah. litres yeah. yeah try going surfing on that <laughs> you know but yeah it's all a bit weird I think it came from windsurfing originally or something like that because like say when you when you do a CNC uh, you know a shape um, in the machine it comes out as um, uh you know, it comes out and it tells you how many litres it is. But okay. you can't ask a shaper, you know, who's hand-shaped it or whatever, saying, how many litres in this? You go, what are you on about? Mm, you yeah. know, so, yeah, you know, I don't get too bogged down in it. I just I just humour it. Yeah, yeah, fine. I think it's about 60 litres, yeah. you know, like, and then how often you go surfing? Oh, uh, four times a year? I said, well, it doesn't really matter, does it? You just want a big board that's going to get you in the water and you're going to have fun. Yeah, that's it. it. It's as simple as that. Do you know, that's an interesting point. I've done, done a review for, um, for fourth on a BP Mini a while ago. Mm. And I remember... I was like, oh man, I need to get all the stats and I was trying to remember all the dims and stuff. And then I was thinking to myself, I don't fucking know what that means. Nah. Nobody knows what all that shit means. Right. That shaper stuff. Yeah, I just, I was, bit, sort of yeah. the, the generic thing in the end was it's big and it's floaty. Yeah. What else do you need to know? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's yeah. Qu- you can keep it simple, you can overcomplicate yeah, it. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So when did you start Karma? So I, well, I came in with Dave started it in 1972. Right. right? So I was, I'm not like, it's his original label he then became many returns after a while and then um and then when i came in with dave here uh i was like about it's only about five years ago and he was like um 
I said, dude, you've got to use your name, Karma. That's a sick name, you know, yeah. kind of thing. And and uh, there was Kieran McQueen, who originally um, he's like a uh, kind of he's into his longboarding and everything. He came in with Dave and started changed his logo and said, you need to because you want to you need to um, capitalize on your heritage, mm. you know, because ultimately, you know, the guy's been around a long time. You know, yeah. he was shaping in a shed back in Norfolk in like 1969 or something. And, yeah. you know, he's, he's old school. He's like yeah. he's early 70s now. You know, there yeah. ain't many of those guys left. Like CJ, sadly died recently. You know, um, uh, and didn't pass on his his legacy. If you know yeah, what I mean, it's a shame yeah. to see all these places go. So I, we were just, I was like, mate, this you got this great space in here that's just full of crap. You know, um, stuff because he because he makes board bags and you know um, repairs board bags and does um, you know. So it was just all full of industry stuff. And I looked at the space and I was like, I was fed up with my job at the time. And I thought mate we just could make something out of this you know if it don't work it don't work it's fine but i've got a bit of a following through the magazine and i've got the and i thought i could maybe get people down here with my honesty yeah you know and uh and the kind of following if you want to call it that from that which turns out i was right and it worked out yeah yeah, yeah. i mean i've come past here loads over the years and i've never yeah. came in and I, like, coming in today for the first time yeah. i was actually blown away by the size of it yeah it's surprising yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you know i i think you've got that thing of it feels like a proper surf shop. Yeah. Like, there's so many surf shops you go in now and it just feels like you've walked into Next, but for yeah, surfing. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm not into the shiny yeah, image. Yeah, yeah, do you know right, what I mean? Okay. It feels yeah. like in here, it's a proper surf shop. You've got like proper like heritage stuff in here and yeah. you've got, like as you've walked us around, like all the, all the different parts and everything, like even from like, you know, sat now next to a yeah. sewing machine that looks like it's used for yeah. repairing board, board bags and stuff, and mm. like into the shaping yeah. bays. Yeah, and it's stuff all like used. That. It's not here yeah. for show. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's a real working surf shop. But it's that thing. That's what I wanted. Not in a fake way. It was real. All I'm doing is adding the customers almost and my touch of like, well, I'm into the old school and not in a hipster way or in a sort of trying to be cool. It's just this is legit. You know. I'm into um, more like, a, you know, I, I prefer single fins, twin fins, long boards. You know, I'm not I'm not a short board guy. I was for 20 years. Yeah. But now I look back and I think I wasted a lot of them years, you know, a lot on the wrong board, like we said. Okay, yeah. You know, and, and, and don't get me wrong, it did, it did make me a better surfer in the end, didn't it? but it's just not what I'm into. And let's, uh, let's talk about your surfing. So how you, so you started off of skateboarding, got yeah. into, did you pick it up quickly or was uh, it a slow board? Not really, I was pretty crap. Like I say, I was on the wrong board. Like I started off on a pop out that I started, I swapped with a girl at school um, for something like probably like <laughs> you, a get- you, don't have, you don't have to say yeah, what you, know you swapped what I mean? it for. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> probably like a get a blast or something back then, you know. Like my stepbrother who lost his virginity <laughs> for uh, swapping a cornetto ice cream <laughs> <laughs> with the babysitter. Yeah, yeah. Good story. Good deal. Yeah. <laughs> it was a bargain. But, but yeah, it's all uh, no. I, you know what were we saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You threw me off with that. <laughs> oh, how, how you God. took to surfing and how you found that experience? Yeah, so it was. Yeah, it was. Um, so yeah, I, all I can remember is. Um, I came down here, I bought an old Vitsi surfboard. I think it was from like Boardwalk or Fistral Surf Company, whoever it was out on Cliff Road there. And uh, 45 quid, I think it was, you know, and I bought a second hand wetsuit. And uh, I can still remember my first wave, like proper wave down here when I came down here. Because back then, back in Brighton, I wasn't like, sur- I was skating more than surfing really, yeah. you know. But I, when I got here, it just took over, you know, because it's just obvious. You know, and like I say, and even to this day, I still appreciate the waves. You know, I still, I love Nuki. A lot of people slag it off and they're all, oh, Nuki, yeah, it's full of wankers and it's all, but it's an amazing community. Yeah. I'm bubbling underneath all this, you know, the size of it and the crowds and all the, you know, yeah. that goes on. And But it's amazing. You know, I love it. I, I hope I live here forever. You yeah. know, like like a lot of people, like I say, a lot of people put Nuki down, you know. So was the magazine 
before so before the yeah, shop magazine was before this yeah so that was probably in 2000 i think that was 2015 i'm a bit crap with dates but um why did that come about so originally see i simplify things in life right yeah and i like i mean we'll get to that in a minute i suppose but when i what happened was i did an article i've always been a bit wordy you know and a bit sort of right like writing stuff down and and uh that's very that's real. Yeah. Right, right. What you want is a six-five fridge. <laughs> <laughs> so they, uh, where is it? Yeah. So they. So basically, um, uh, so I did an article for a magazine, for a mm. surfing magazine, a big, you know, one of the known ones, and uh, it was about my journey cause on a actually from I'd been surfing probably thirty years at that point, and I suddenly started riding a foamy, right, yeah. okay. an old shitty foamy that I found in a skip, and I was like, and I, I was like, and that's what turned me into like I realized how sad the lineup was when I paddled out on say a small board or, or a cool board like you know the usual guys yeah Steve how you doing man you know da-da. and then when I paddled, started paddling out on the foamy on crappy days mm. you know just to get in the water people would like I'd say how you doing boy and they look at you like what are you doing yeah. you know and I thought are you really that shallow you lot you know this is like say at North Fistral you know you're paddling out all the boys are there whatever you know and some of them are like sort of looking you go yeah whatever and other people were like what are you doing but then we started surfing these things like in first of all it was in half a foot one foot days you know just so we got in the water where i would have turned away before yeah yeah then suddenly these things were knackered as well these are old like ex-surf school foamies and me and my mate justin we were out there and we were like just all over it you know yeah. it got stupid you know yeah. like not being i wasn't trying to i wasn't being like a pain in the ass but i was like mate you like guys should get on one this is amazing you know mm. but i love the simplified version of surfing it gave you yeah. and the wave count went through the roof you know it just got bloody stupid and i liked it that they weren't meant to be surfed yeah like yeah. we were surfing them you know because we could surf sort of thing and uh yeah and that kind of started that whole journey that actually started my journey into bigger things it wasn't so much age it was just the thing that we'd um that you know we just kind of stumbled across it almost you know yeah. like picking an old foamy out of a skip yeah you yeah. know and then that was like 10 years i stayed on that thing mm. i snapped loads of them you know what i mean because we, we started off in half a foot suddenly we're out in like sort of double overhead on a foamy it just got stupid it's yeah. such a funky thing because I love a foamy session like, it's so much fun yeah, but man. at the yeah. same time I'm doing that when there's not this expectation of well that people just do that like you yeah. see people charging fucking crazy like snapper on foamy yeah, like, yeah. why not like JLB the stuff he does yeah. on foamies but actually yeah. at the time I'm guessing nobody was doing no, that. No, exactly. That's the difference. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. People were like looking at you, what are you doing? You know, and some people think, oh, are you injured or something? Or are you a surf instructor? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah, like, why yeah. did you see? No, but then but then foamies have come a long way in the last, you know, five years, 10 years, yeah. whatever, aren't they now? Oh, it's massively, all like, yeah. you know, these Mick Fanning ones and blah, 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 J-O-Bs out of pipeline on a foamy. Yeah. You know, but I'm not saying that we, you know, I'm not saying that we... Uh, started it but yeah, it was just around yeah. around that was just how we how we were you know we yeah. got into that yeah you know previously to that i was on a twin fin for 10 years mm. you know i just I'm, I'm kind of a person that sticks with one thing for a long time yeah. you know and i like getting that down and i love twinnies and, and i cj lent me an old elias twin fin i don't know what it was six or something fat thing and because i was a skater it felt comfortable and I'm, i remember just taking out this crappy day at fistral and it was just I came alive on it and I was like, man, there's something to this, you know. Yeah. But again, people weren't riding retro boards and this is around the time of, say, Litmus and the whole kind of like where that film and that era changed everything for me personally, you know, like, and a lot of people like me, you know, before that it yeah. was shortball mentality and, you know, aggression, attack, attack, attack. And then suddenly it was like, hang on a minute, we can flow with this. This is beautiful, you know, yeah. like, yeah. So that, so the whole Litmus, Glass Love, Andrew Kidman, that kind of movement thing really... Mm kind of um set a seed if you know what i mean yeah. in mind yeah see that, that we had a similar conversation earlier didn't we which was 
um, someone saying about, oh, sur- different surfing. And I said, well, you know, if we all surf the same things, it would be really fucking boring. Cause it would, yeah. You yeah, just yeah. have one yeah. spot where everyone would yeah, want to surf. Yeah. So that, you know, that big broad spectrum makes it yeah. even more interesting. Because people want to go to a different place and yeah. a different yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, but the industry equipment. wants you to, to go on these high performance. Whereas, look, loads of people would disagree with me. They'd say, no, it's about performance. You know, I, when you talk to some people, they go on about, oh, this is, yeah, you want to get this run, this is, and you must turn to this axis. You know what I mean? And you're like, <laughs> yeah, mate, yeah, I don't yeah. care about all that. I just want to go surfing. Yeah, you know, yeah. and, uh, and, and like, it's got nothing to do with that for me. I'm the most untechnical person you can think of. I just, I, I'd surf a door if I had to. Mm. You know, like, I just want to get in the water. And as long as I'm having fun, then happy days, you know, like. So the magazine, so back to your thing about the magazine was, it was about 2015. I'd submitted an article. The magazine printed it because, you know, I I thought it was half decent. And obviously they did too, but they cut all the meat out of it and left just the boring bits, right? They took out what I was trying to say. What I was trying to say was, it was a story about a guy going out on a foamy and he was having the most amazing time. I was living off grid at the time and uh, and um, it, and they sort of cut... It just, I mean, it might have been a bit long for them, maybe it was too much space, but it really ruined that article. So I thought to myself, I'm going to start writing. I'm going to do my own little fanzine. I'm going I'm to put yeah. it out there and be a bit... You know, like an old school punk fanzine. Yeah. You know, like that's how it was supposed to... Like a leaflet almost. I was yeah. thinking, I was going to put this thing out there and, and get under people's skin with it, you know, and like say, this is not what surfing's about and this kind of thing and then suddenly um it turned into um uh, more of a sort of like because i had a few contacts over the years of surfing yeah and suddenly i had like tom carroll said he'd um he'd do an uh, interview for me and yeah. i can't even remember who was in the first one there was a, there was some pretty big names in the end and it might have been larry bertelman you know the old school rubber man mm-hmm. from hawaii i was thinking this is mental so it yeah. just kind of tumbled out of control and weirdly I think that's in life that's what happens in it if something's meant to be it just kind of so it just tumbled out of control almost without me you know what i mean it was yeah. in my heart yeah but, which is a good thing but on the other hand um i didn't actually want it to become a magazine i just wanted yeah. it to stay a fanzine yeah but the more and more material that came in and the more and more i started chatting with people they i just said look i don't relate to the surf mags at all i still don't yeah and uh i said i want a magazine that i could relate to i used to relate to surfers path a bit you know that was a pretty good mag in the early yeah. days for me i that inspired a lot of our generation but um, that had finished and uh, their Surfers Journal you know that was a, that's a mm. nice magazine still is but even that I love I mean it's a beautifully produced publication but for me I, I don't relate to half of it in there and um, but I love it that they keep most of the adverts out there and everything and that was the main that was the other thing advertising that's just so annoying in a magazine yeah. you know it's but I understand it's a business yes. I didn't do it as a business that's mm. the difference it was from the heart it was about me getting a point of view out if anyone wanted to listen but it turned out they did yeah you know, and that's that, that, and that surprised me. How how surprising? How surprised were you with um, people when you ask them to speak to the magazine? That the amount of people, because I've been so surprised mm. on this when you say to someone, "Do you want to speak to us on the podcast?" They're like, "Yeah, sure." Yeah. How how surprised were you with people you didn't know reaching out to them? Going, hey, yeah. do you want to speak yeah, to it's me been for the magazine? Like, I was really shocked because I, I was like thinking, "Oh, I'll just do." Like I say, originally I was thinking just this leaflet thing. And I did this. It was just a folded over magazine, issue one. And um, I was going to do just 100 copies or something, just to just for a laugh in Newquay. Yeah. Put them around everyone you know. Ooh, look at this lot. I'm taking the piss out of this and taking yeah. the piss out of that. And, uh, and um, you know, I got a couple of cool interviews and some articles I wrote. 
And then um, suddenly more and more people wanted it and I sold 500 of the first issue, you know, and I was like, 500? Oh. It goes, what? like, idiots. <laughs> I mean, why would you, like, yeah. And I was like, what are they doing? And then, um, and uh, it was for next to nothing. It was never been about the money. It still isn't. I don't make bugger all out of it. It's it's about, it was never about that. It's about the passion and putting putting a different point of view out there and actually just, you know, and um, yeah, it just kind of, then the second one came, I did the second one the same year, but... Yeah, I realised that doing two in a year with working, it was too much, and I couldn't put, couldn't get it together. And I thought, nah, I don't want to do two, so I'm just going to make it an annual, yeah. you know, and do it. And as it went into number three, you know, then suddenly I was getting. Um, it's funny though, because when you like, like I said, Tom Carroll or ever, so Tom Carroll led on to someone else, and someone else, someone else, you know, opens doors weirdly. Yeah. And um, yeah, and like I say, and they liked it that I wasn't doing it for money, and it wasn't full of adverts. They themselves said, "That's really good what you're doing. Keep it up," you know. And yeah. I thought, wow, that's really cool. These guys. Mm. You know, and I've had some serious names in there. Sean Thompson over the yeah. years, you know, all these kind of, um, yeah, it's gone ridiculous. And the, Sorry, do, do yeah. you think if you if you were doing, if you became, if it became so big <laughs> yeah. that you were doing two weekly publications every week, worldwide content, yeah. and it was going out to the world, you, the money you have to put into that, I presume you can appreciate that yeah. you, you, it, there's a point there's a threshold where you need to have the sponsorship and sadly yeah, yeah, oh, totally. that comes through yeah but it's a business isn't it yeah of course is it, it is because yeah. like, you ain't going to get the money out of the subscri- uh, out of you know subscribers I yeah. think for those guys the, the, the magazines that are out there I totally understand well because it's so easy like I get I get hassled by companies to put advertising in my mag okay. and I turn them all down I say look I'm not interested in it it's got nothing to do with the crap you're selling yeah I say I want to keep it uh, the only thing I'll do is like if someone's got their little business they're doing I might be tempted to put it in there for them you know just to in yeah. the back pages yeah. just to kind of you know help the, the small man out rather than but the, it's just keeping the whole corporate thing out of it because mm. it's not about that it's about surfing it's got nothing to do with selling you this and selling you that yeah. you know and um, that's unfortunately where it went wrong because even things like wetsuit guides you know or something it's like pages and pages of wetsuits who are like the only ones that get in there and they talk good of are the ones that paid them for yeah, the advertising absolutely. stuff like that and I think that's just bullshit yeah. and uh, for me I just uh, that's like selling your soul and, and I'm not into it yeah. What is it with, with modern magazines? What is there a specific thing or, or UK surf magazines? Mm. Mm. What do you think they're lacking in? Do you think they're not giving uh, enough UK support? Yeah, so UK? the UK surfing's lacking in it. That's for sure. But I don't really. I mean, to be honest with you, I haven't looked at a UK mag in years. I, I I'm just not interested. Every time I open yeah. one up, it's just adverts, adverts, adverts. And it, and and I, like I say, it's totally different to what I don't want to slag them off because no. they've got they're trying to put you know put um, food on their kids tables or they're you know like that's a business thing I'm not a business mm. you know like my thing is purely for surfers and surfing which sadly I don't think there's enough of that around these days yeah you no, know definitely. the integrity a bit more yeah. you know like because like you say you know if I was in Dragon's Den or something trying to get my point across you know like that they'd go well that's not a business I'm out you know what I mean no yeah. offence to your accent and I was like <laughs> and, you know and you just think you just think like yeah but that, like I say, that's not what it's about. It's got nothing to do mm. with the money and the thing because I didn't do it for the money and I still don't. That's what I'm saying. You know, like even now we're, we're on this winter, I'm doing issue 10. Right. You know, and I'm like, and uh, and it's like, I'm still making bugger all out of it, but it's still from the heart. So you, what, you know. sorry, I was going to say, so what on the, so you sold 500 copies of issue yeah. one. How many copies did you sell of issue nine yeah. then? Well, I'm not allowed to disclose that. Obviously, says don't go putting the spot, out the sponsor. Say you can. Yeah, yeah. The spot. No, but it's it's a lot. It's yeah. shocking. Really. It? Yeah, yeah, I'm surprised. It goes all over the world. There's like, um, I send them to Australia, Hawaii. You know, like it's unbelievable I mean, where yeah. it goes. Yeah, and um, people, I think generally people love it. You either love it or you hate it. It's like Marmite. You know, so you, is it annual? 
Yes, yeah, annual. Yeah, so it's once a year. I put it together in the winter on my surf trips. It always has been. It was always done. I didn't have kids, so me and my missus, we put it. To, I, I, I just talk all the crap in it and do all the writing. She puts it together. We're not graphic designers, as you'd be able to tell when you look at it. It was never supposed to be a polished, yeah, okay. arty farty magazine. It was because I like to say I, I look at things simply. A magazine for me, if I open a magazine, what is it? It's words and it's pictures. Yeah. So for me, I go, well, any program, I can, anyone could put words and some pictures on a page. Yeah. If you want to go real graphic designy and, and be all cool. But that, I think, again, that's what's lacking in mags. They either go too arty farty and it's like no, no content or, or uh, well, or it's like you say, it's full of bloody advertising. But it's just not for me. You know, that's my opinion and, my, and that's my like you know that's yeah, what I yeah. like I think I, I think know. I've got um, issue one and two is the only ones I haven't got issues from yeah you won't get any they're rocking or shit they are yeah. yeah I have people offering me loads of money that was a it. question just yeah. so yeah. no you're not getting one, no. I've only got three myself of issue one I was gutted I didn't keep more uh, and yeah. like this last one issue nine that that's the fastest selling one ever which weirdly I was kind of not giving up on the mag I, it's not fair on my wife she's like bless her she because it, it's hard for her like she, out, instead of just having our winter to do what we want I she has to do all the putting because mm. I'm too thick to do half of it so she puts it together so we're a good teamwork yeah, okay. it's only me and her there's no office you know I get these people emailing me saying oh I want to work for your magazine and maybe I could do it. I'm like mate it's just me and my missus sitting in a hammock on you know after a surf putting it together you know it's just mm. rootsy old school you know so like um, we were chatting to someone yesterday about them submitting things to Mm. magazines and articles and stuff like that how does that work do you have submissions off people yeah like- people just I just I, in fact like I mean every year I, suddenly I think right I better get some stuff together because I ain't done nothing I've been too busy all year so suddenly I'll reach out and say um, send a submission and you know sometimes they're crap sometimes they're good usually I, I you know I'm pretty open to things and point like say points of view if I don't agree with it it doesn't mean I won't put it in there it's that thing of like no I understand that we're all yeah. a different thing but yeah people just subscribe and uh, and then like you say last year was probably the one I'd think I hit the the, the pinnacle for me it was getting George Greeno in there which yeah. for me is, he's a god you know and uh, everyone said to me ah oh, you never uh, George Greeno's untouchable you know he doesn't mm-hmm. do articles for any big even Surface Journal I don't think he's yeah. he's not interested basically and I yeah. said so, oh man imagine getting George Greeno you know and yeah. uh, we were interviewing my friend Andy was uh, interviewing a guy called Mark Andrini. Um, he's a famous shaper uh, from uh, America. He lives up near Mavericks. And uh, and he's kind of synonymous with George. He's done a lot of edge shapes and all these. Uh, and he's kind of down with George over in Australia. And he said, he said, are you kidding me, man? You know, that's my American accent. Yeah. He was like, he goes, he said, uh, you, uh, he said, oh, George would be stoked to be part of something like this. And I was like, nah, no way. You know, like yeah. we were kind of, no way. And then uh, I got my mate Andy on the, on the case a bit because he was doing the Andrini interview for me. And uh, then suddenly the phone rang. And it's like, you know, and it was like, uh, hello, is this England? And it, we were like, what, who's this? And he goes, it's George. You know, we were like, George who? You know, and he was going, George Greeno. And we were like, yeah, nice one. You know, like, yeah, you know, <laughs> you think, yeah, it's one of your mates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so we were like, we were like, what? And then, no, in legit, yeah, it was George Greeno. He said, oh, uh, Mark said uh, that I should, um, can you send me a magazine, you know, cause, so I can look at what you're, what you're about. Yeah. You know, and I was like, he said, uh, it's a different, publication you know it's not about mm. you know money and industry and selling out and i said oh yeah cool so we sent him a magazine and he was like man this is the real deal you know yeah. like and now george is like he wants he's he just wrote us a piece about um um crystal voyager and you know the, the pink floyd bit they did the, i don't know if you know um they did the pink floyd um uh, echoes and everything where you see the tube where he's in the tube and everything and he talks about he's just done wrote us an article about that and then uh doing yeah and he did us this massive interview anyway for the last issue like he was totally into it and he said oh when's the next one he's actually hassling all the time when's the next one <laughs> yeah. so i've made it 
You know what I mean? I don't care now. That was worth it for me. So whatever now, you know, it's like, yeah. For anyone that's listening and thinking, I'm going to do a submission. I'm presuming from talking to you, you're more about the story that person has to tell as opposed to the pictures of... Yeah, yeah, mostly, yeah. It's just if someone's got an interesting story, then it's interesting, isn't it? You know, if you can relate to it. Um, And it's not about being, oh, I'm the best surfer in the world. You can be a total beginner. But if if it's something beautiful in what you're saying... Then mm, you know, because yeah. we're all got our journey, haven't we? You know, Absolutely. like and yeah, and like you say, you know, I don't, I don't bash beginners and and whatever. I, I've, I'm just as stoked. As, in fact, I prefer people paddling out. You know, like I'll hoot, a, I'll hoot a kook if you want to call them a kook. I, you know, come down the line, you can see on their face, I just scored the best wave of my life. Yes. but it was just a straight hander to the beach, yeah. and I'm like going, man, that was sick. You know, and then I look at they go, did you see it? Did you see it? And you're like, yeah, that was amazing. Yeah, you know, you've just given you that guy that or that girl, you've girl, just so. given them gold yeah. you know like you've just boosted their life forever whereas someone who's surfed for years will just go whatever mate yeah, you know you become yeah. very that's the thing isn't it jaded. you get that that stoke on the face of beginners like people catching their first wave the first time they get white water the first time they stand up that mm. that thing on their yeah. face and the more you do it the more it seems to get lost in people the more their, yeah. their faces turn so serious yeah. it's, Totally. Well, I guess you I can all never become, see surfing. You like can all become so consistent because yeah. I'm still at a stage where I'm learning a lot. And I think for me, my progression at the minute is actually hooking more things up. Whereas I'm getting okay at doing individual things. I've not necessarily yeah. been able to hook it all up together. And more and more and more, I'm able to hook things up more and get yeah. further in the line and so on and so forth. Yeah. So I think when you get so consistent, there's a point where you're just trying to refine the same thing. Yeah, you're sure. kind of already at a base level. Yeah, but I think if you lose that enjoyment of what, you know, if, yeah. you, if you change in that lineup to become so serious, you should stop yeah. doing it. But it happens surprisingly quickly too. That's what's a bit... bit I don't know if it's egotistical or I don't know what it is, but you know, you see guys who can barely surf and then suddenly they, they can get to their feet and go along a wave and they're looking at total beginners like with disdain and looking at them and get this ego thing out of the way, kook, you know, and you're thinking, hang on, mate, you, you're you still a beginner, yeah. believe me, you know, like, and uh, yeah, and that's kind of like, I don't know why it creeps in so quickly with things. I don't know if it's like that in other pursuits like, you know, uh, snowboarding yeah. or skate, I don't know. You know, yeah. but yeah, I, I'd love to be good enough to be egotistical yeah. like that, but I know I never will be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, ego creep. It's like creeps if on. I could play guitar and sing, I'd be such a show off belly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. all yeah. the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but we're all relative. Ultimately, it's all about enjoyment, isn't it? and it, and it if is. the joy's gone for you, then you've got to find something else. You know, and that's like you know, I still love surfing. Uh, after forty years, I'm still totally in love with it. It's my whole life, yeah. you know, and everything, and like it is for a lot of people. And you know, a lot of older guys. I'm fifty two now. Um, but I'm still, I'm surfing probably, I think I surf probably more than the average person in this country, you know, like, because I live right here. I don't have children. Yeah. I make sure that I go surfing. It keeps me yeah. fit. It keeps me grounded. And I'm like, I like, I keep a calendar. It might be a bit sad and geeky, but when I go, when I go surfing, I circle the day and I say, oh, you know, fistral, free foot, what I rode, because I yeah. ride other stuff as well as surfboards. So that, what, what is the other stuff you do yeah. ride as well? Well, like, a, like um, uh, belly boards and body surfing and mat surfing yeah. and trays, burger trays with, with fins on. Do you know <laughs> what I mean? Yeah, so I've lost it. So, yeah, I've totally lost it, man. I'm going down a rabbit hole of, like, yeah, weirdness, but it's amazing. So I, when you say that crate over there, that will Yeah, that I could probably surf that. Yeah, yeah. I do keep eyeing it up. But you, no, but it's amazing. And do you know what I found though? The thing is, like people sort of slag it off. They look down on it, you know. Like like people would would have a go at bodyboarders. You know, bodyboarding is not as cool as surfing, or not as um, I don't know whatever the word is. But you like you know, and you think yeah. But these guys are are loving. As long as they're enjoying themselves, that's fine. So when so body surfing and bellyboarding and mat surfing, all this stuff is all I like it because it's um, it takes me back to the old school days, yeah. like you said originally about in the eighties, where I felt that the surfing was a bit more. 
you know, out there and, and uh, a bit kind of fringe. Mm. So that's why I started to think, I call it fringe surfing, like all the different things that are, uh, that, um, that we ride because they're on the outskirts of, of surfing, you yeah. know, but they're still surfing. I'm still, sur- like today, I had the sickest session ever in, in Tawan of all places. Mm. There was a group of us, nine, ten of us, belly boards, body surfers, mats, everyone was in there and we hoot each other. There's a sense of community again, which yeah. is, for me, is sadly lacking in surfing, it feels like when I paddle out on my board, it feels like everyone's just being miserable, grumpy. You know, no one talks to each other anymore. They're all pissed off of each other with long faces. But when I paddle out with the crew who are into the other stuff, yeah. everyone's the most stoked people. They're all about community, all about fun, all about um, just getting the just getting your shred on. It's amazing. I, I'm so with you on that. We, we paddled out at Tawin yesterday, a load of army surfers down. There was about yeah. 20 of us in the lineup. I've been with army surfing for years, but there's loads of new faces this, right. year, this year, which is great. Yeah. And we paddled out, and there was faces that recognised. We were obviously all talking, and like you said, mm. whooping and hollering for each other. But there was people within the group where we were sat who I'd never seen before and we thought it was other army surfers but we were all so stoked and friendly for yeah. each other but it turned out they were nothing to do with us there was loads of people but they were engaging in a conversation getting stoked yeah, for each cool. other yeah. and that's so infectious that's yeah, how totally. it should be when yeah, I, yeah. my home spot in St Andrews I always say this people ask me your favourite spot to surf it's St Andrews East Sands because the the community is so friendly. People just want to talk to you. Yeah, People aren't eyeing you up going, this fucker's going to drop in yeah, on me. It's yeah, just sure. a friendly environment. How surfing in my head yeah, should sure. be. But like I say, you're, but you're still surfing in a like a, a small world compared to Newquay. You know, Newquay is the capital of surfing in it kind of thing in the UK, right? You know, the industry's here, everything's here, right? And and the surf's busy, really busy. And uh, like when you're in those small places, like I was brought up in that, you know, like I say in Southwick near Brighton, where it was only a few of us, you know, and you all yeah. knew each other and you all mm. knew what the score was. There was a pecking order and everyone was being called, cool, you know, like the good surfers are kind of like either invite you in or be whatever. Nowadays, you can't do no local shit like that, you know, yeah. whatever. And yeah. which I don't agree with localism at all but there was a but it worked because you know it's like when people i think I, someone's liking it to drive in or something where you know you, you're like you wouldn't just like today guys out the front here were just blindly taking off you know and they're on shortboard some of them so they're not like they're supposed to be beginners but they're like you know and they just shoot without looking yeah and mm. you're taking off on a wave you're like oh yo 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 you know, and they're looking at you and you're, 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 well, they don't look at you. And then at the end of it, oh, sorry, mate, I didn't hear you. What do you mean you didn't hear me? You didn't look, you know, yeah. it ain't about me shouting at you, you know, like you should have just, you wouldn't get in a car and then just blindly go out of a turn, out of a, you know, yeah. turning, would yeah. you, without looking either way, you know, yeah. mirror signal manoeuvre. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's yeah. a bit well, of communication, I, I, isn't it? I suppose you've got that, you've got that mixed thing there as well, because there's, there's nothing worse than being waiting for a wave and turning around and there's someone right in your way, be, like, like directly behind you. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, like, I mean, there's, like, you, know. you know, and then, but the other way, you've got to have that both ways, you know, you've got, I think there needs to, I think there needs to be more education around yeah, it's it. it's huge, it's a huge subject. Education's like, everything in yeah, the water, and that's not just for surfetic, that's for water safety and yeah. all these other things going out, you know, and sticking to your ability and stuff, yeah. but everyone's using surfing as a sexy advertisement tool yeah, at the minute, sure, but there's sure. not enough people promoting. Yeah. In fact, we spoke about it the other week. Um, I ordered a board from Board Shop and something, it never occurred to me before, we spoke about this already, it never occurred to me the responsibility that these, you know, the big brands mm. that are, are, you know, introducing people to surfing potentially for the first time, yeah. the, the, the responsibility of etiquette, and it came with, like, there was a, a leaflet of etiquette on it, really belly basic, you know, Johnny Age 5 sort of thing, don't do this. Don't do this. Paddle here if somebody's coming at you. I thought, actually, yeah. that's a fair thing to be yeah, doing that was pretty because good, it's a yeah. bit of responsibility within that. 
But that's also what you get more from a local surf shop, isn't it? You know, yeah, if you're going to yeah. get something through Amazon or one of these, you know, big things, yeah, that um, you're not, you know, you're not gonna, you're not gonna get any advice, are you? You know, I'm like when people come in the shop, you're saying, yeah, surf here, don't surf here, do this, don't do that, you yeah. know, and you're getting honest advice from someone, and there's, you know. Um, yeah, you're not going to get that from a big corporate thing that you've just unwrapped no. that's just arrived. Yeah. You know, like, I, like, I like the process of talking to a shaper and like deciding what you want and how things can change and how you like things different. I like that process. And like I've mm. already said, the setup here is bloody brilliant. Yeah. The shop well, it's just it real, isn't it? It's a working shaper. real surf shop before yeah, it's it re- trying to be Do you cool. know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of an 80 skateboard shop as yeah, well. And that's what, yeah, and that's what it should be. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you need to bring back more of that radness, you know, like yeah. the old school stuff. It's like like you said earlier, you know, like, you know, you go in shops and there's some little pretty girl sitting there or some guy who's looked with his swiffy haircut and they don't even surf and they're trying to talk to me, talk to you about surfing. Like, mate, you don't know what you're on about. Yeah. You know, like you don't surf. I mean, I don't know if you go to a climbing shop or a, a bike shop and then people don't ride bikes or go climbing i don't know <laughs> you know what i mean i don't know i don't know because that's not my thing but in surfing it's like ridiculous yeah. two in the handlebar what else you need that's yeah it. you know yeah. like yeah but yeah you know each their own but but um yeah we're just trying to be a real surf shop and um and it seems to be working because considering we're a back street because i don't want to be on the high street you yeah. know i wouldn't want a shop on the high street because it'd just be too busy i'm not organized enough i just want as long as i can go surfing and I, and get paid to talk shit all day to customers. I'm happy. Yeah. You know, I'm not trying to be a millionaire. I never. You can't be a millionaire. Everyone comes into the surf industry thinking they're going to be the next big thing and be that. You're never going to do it. Just yeah. be happy with fixing some. You know, we're fixing things. You know, like it smells of resin in here, and it's a uh, and it's dust everywhere and crap. And you know, and uh, yeah, and we go. And if the surf's good, I'm going surfing. Yeah. Well, you you must be doing something right. Like I said earlier, for the amount of people that have said to us. Well, I think within even within this week, within this week, yeah, we were yeah, talking about yeah. several sources. <laughs> yeah, inside sources. that's only because I know that I'll give you loads of juicy shit. You were like, I don't think I've got anything to say. And the whole time we could have sat here and just put the mics down yeah, and left it yeah, to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, no, but uh, you know, I say, you know, I, yeah, I mean, it's flattering, you know, that people do think, uh, you know, it's not a personal thing. I just, um, yeah, I just know what I like. Yeah. And if I, like I said, everyone's got their opinions and. I've got mine and other people got theirs. But I, like I said to you earlier, I'm happy that other people have their opinion. And, I, and if someone proves me wrong with something, I'll go with it. I'm like, yeah, okay, I didn't see it like that. Sure, That's yeah. fair enough. And I love that because you learn. You know, yeah. I don't know everything. I don't know bugger all. But I'm winging it and I'm having a good life. Yeah. You so know? you said you spend winters doing yeah. the magazine and yeah. going away if you can. Yeah, I'm off. Next, I'm actually off on Sunday. That's it. I'm uh, I'm out of here for the winter. Five months off. So Where I'm are you stoked. going? I'm not allowed to divulge that. <laughs> yeah, awful. yeah, I can't do that because I, I don't want to influence anyone to go where I go. So you know, I'm, like you know, it's too yeah. much of that going I'm off on. To St Andrews. Yeah, yeah I'm off to St Andrews. Yeah, <laughs> so you know what I mean. No, I don't. I'm not into that because, like, otherwise, I mean, it's bad enough having a surf shop and having a, a surf magazine. You are influencing ultimately, so we're all hypocrites. Yeah. In a way, you know, I do make money out of surfing, but then I'll moan about people surfing mm. or something. Yeah. You know, there's so many surfers these days, but I'm like, yeah, but. You know, they, we got sold the dream, didn't we? You know, and uh, everyone's living it. You know, and like you say, nowadays with all the lockdowns and all the stuff that happened, every, like the the water's just got stupid. It's just boiling with people, especially around here. Yeah. But it's like a Monday yesterday. It was a Monday afternoon, early afternoon, and you're like, why are there so many people? Like, there's no one work anymore. You know, but obviously. Loads of people working from home. That's it's twenty four hours surfing lockdown. That's why. Yeah, it's all know, like, there. yeah. So <laughs> come, and, come and talk to me if you want about it. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> you know, like so. All these people have got twenty four hours in a day, but they only need a couple of hours to go surfing. Yeah. So they can juggle their lives, and that's why the water's so busy in the daytime now. Yeah. I was pretty know? blown away with how busy it was in the water yesterday. To be fair, I was not. Yes, yeah, I, I guess if you're not used to it, it's pretty. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
Well, to be fair, not most of our hits. events tend to be, I wouldn't say in summer, but very close to either side of summer. So it's rare mm-hmm. to have one this kind of time of year. Yeah. So I know how busy it gets in the summer. Yeah. And to still have been as busy yesterday, I was yeah, like, Yeah, no, it's hell, normal actually, now. It's normal. Right. Like I say, the, the last few years haven't been normal, have they? But because of, you know, because of all the COVID stuff. But the, um, but the water here, like I say, and I actually, this is the first time in about 22 years that I've spent the winter in England. Right. So for me, it was kind of a shot. Actually, I really enjoyed it. It was a bit of a novelty the first yeah. year. Second year, it was all right. It was, it was super busy, but the swell just pumps. You know, like I I'd almost didn't realise just how much swell. Because in the summer, you're scratching for swell because it's mm. the summer. Yeah. You know, they do that shitboard masters contest in <laughs> August of all times, you know, and it's just a joke. So so you're like, so you think if you're going to hold a contest, hold it when the, when the swell's there. You know, like obviously yeah. November. From now on, it's just going to pump. You know, like I, yeah. I go surfing every day, and I'm just like, look, it's ridiculous how much swell there is. But like I say, I go away in the winter because I'm searching for different waves, and you know. So, how do you work on the magazine when you're away? Do you just do all that remotely? Then? Yeah, just and remotely. Yeah, I used yeah. to just get all my stuff packed up on a hard drive over the year, and um, and then just uh, yeah, put it all together basically. Yeah, yeah, just go away with it all. And then nowadays it's easier because the internet's a bit more available. But where I used to go was um I was totally off grid. There was no internet in the in the village. I was out on this beautiful left hand point break somewhere in Central America. And uh and uh I used to be and like so suddenly but then one year I went back there and I was like Jesus busier but of course everyone started Instagramming it and it was like Mm. next minute like I went in there because I used to paddle out pretty much on dawn with one other old fellow who was out there and a couple of other guys every now and again and we used to just trade waves it was cool then by about nine o'clock you'd get the sort of lazy crew that kind of got up and had their coffee and that and it was cool but like suddenly it was like (laughs) holy shit, I'd paddle out in the dark, literally, and there'd be 15 people sat there in the dark, you yeah, know, before yeah. I'd even got in, I went, mate, this place is at it, yeah. you know, and I haven't been back, sadly, and it, that has had a big place in my heart, that place. So that, you didn't want to say where you're going now, yeah. have you found somewhere else that's yeah, like I, Yeah, I've got a couple of other spots, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It takes a lot of work, though, you know, yeah. like, to find oh, places that are not ruined, because the thing is, I don't want, I don't want to go and surf pipeline or something. You know, I'm not out for waves of consequence. I'm out. I love a good quality wave. You know, I love point breaks. Who doesn't? Yeah. But I'm not looking for somewhere that's going to eat me alive and give me a beating. Yeah. You know, I'm just going and, you know, I'm with, I'm with my missus. We just want to go and have fun waves. But all the fun waves and all the waves that are sort of discovered, they're all, they're all just full of people now. Surf camps, you know, all these. It's just ridiculous now. So any wave that's kind of half easy going now, they're all like, they're just mobbed with long borders and yeah. whatever, you know, like it's, it's different now. And you've got some ideas in mind for your content already for whatever you're heading to or are you sort of last minute going to... Yeah, I'm winging it a bit this year. I've got some good stuff. Like I say, George Greeno's doing me a few bits. I've got... Um, I've got Bob McTavish. Um, he's done a he's done an interview for us. Nice and all that. Yeah, and there's a few others in there like names and that. I won't say them yet. But we've got like yeah, I've got I've got quite a bit of content. I'm not really short for content because if I am short, I'll just I'll write something crap anyway and Make put it in there. Up. Yeah, I'll make something up to go along. Yeah, but you know, it's good. About, about it, it, world masters. Yeah, it kind of right. And if I do get to that stage where I'm thinking, you know what, like it's not my heart in it, and I'm just, you know what I mean? I, yeah, I, yeah, I can't yeah. find that. I'll come to a block, then I'll just stop the mag. I've got nothing to lose. I'm like, that's you know, like I say it's not a business. I'm not yeah in it for the money. I think because you're doing it so honestly, things come across when it's honest. And like you say, if you don't have the mm. passion for it, that would be quite apparent potentially yeah i think you got that thing as well because I, I spoke to you ages ago when i first started in the podcast mm. you're like oh, i don't know if i want to come on or not because yeah. i don't know if people want to hear well because i know i'll stitch myself up and then people like say people will all go either oh that's steve oh he's a right wanker or oh yeah da, 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 you know like, like say, i don't think it comes across like that because no, i right. think it comes across with passion and you've been in it long enough to see the changes yeah. that have happened 
So I don't, it's not like a, a, a bitterness or anything like that. It's just no. like a fact of how it no, is. No, you don't come no. across. No, but I'm not bitter though. I, like I spoke recently, and I don't to keep doing the name dropping thing, but I spoke with a guy, like a really famous dude. He's like one of the best body surfers in the world. This guy's a legend. And he, he said to me about, you know, he doesn't want to be that grumpy guy, the grumpy old guy in the water, you know. He goes, we've had our time, as in to the, to the kids now. Like when I see the kids out there, I'm stoked. You know, I look yeah. at them and I think, like, like you're surfing pretty sick. I wish I, I wish I'd uh, surf like you at your age. You know, you yeah. like yeah. a kid. But but you know they're going away on surf trips because people have got more money. It feels like these days. You know, and everyone's yeah. you know your dad's probably surf. Surfing's not young anymore. That's what because back then, I mean, I'm only from the 80s, really. You know, like I, like I say I was born in 1970. I didn't start surfing until 84. And I and I think to myself so. But surfing was still in this country relatively young, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so surfing's not young anymore. You know, you got all those generations of surf, all those old guys. You know, and uh, but yeah, when like you say, you hear older guys getting oh great, these oh they're good old days, good old days. Yeah, but you were young then, and you've had your time. Yeah. These guys are tripping out on it. You know, they're they're in the, where we were. You know, they're thinking, man, this is what. So it's not really fair to kind of yeah. like look down on people. No, you know? not at all. I've never been more stoked to be honest. I I, I reckon I love surfing more now than I ever did. That's which brilliant. To hear. I was going to ask you that exact question actually, and yeah. you know, do, do you think surfing gives you more now? Yeah, with I do, 40 yeah. years experience than it did when you started yeah, out. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Although, like you say, it's a bit, in all honesty, though, I surf my board. I call my footboard. I surf it two out of ten probably now. Okay. I'm body surfing a hell of a lot. And mat surfing, that's, that's the hardest of all that for me. I mean, it's not as hard as surfing, surfing, but mat surfing is seriously difficult. Right. You know, I know guys that are shit hot surfers and they've tried, dabbled with mat surfing and stuff because it's a bit weird. You know, it's a bit George Greeno and it's old school, you know, yeah. and it's a nightmare and it's really hard. <laughs> they call it like cuddling the squid, you know, or like cuddling a greased pig. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Right. And it's just so much weird shit going on in a mat that even now I don't understand it, but... But it's something that I wanted to do. I just thought the feeling it gives you when you get that magic moment on a yeah. wave, it's like nothing you've ever, I've ever experienced. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah, that's definitely. after 40 years of surfing a board all over the world. Yeah. You know, these things are all relevant, you know. Absolutely. Body surfing's the same. The feeling of, of your body being the rail and the intenseness of no board and just flying down. You get barreled almost every time you go surfing. Yeah. Whereas on a board, I, I rarely get barreled. I'm not yeah. a bullshit barrel guy. So what, know. in talking boards, what was your go-to board normally or how has that changed over the years? Well, like, so I started off you know, doing like being stupid on short boards and everything. Then it was like single fins and as that whole Limpers thing came in. But then it got into the foamies, which then led me to, which I never really had interest in long boards. I was like, yeah. But then you got to remember back in the 90s or the turn of the century, whatever, long board, no one was really on long boards, were they? Yeah. It kind of died, didn't it, on its ass. And it's had a resurgence. Now everyone's out on some nice, expensive, retro, um, you know, some uh, resin-tinted nine, blah, 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 log single fin, which is lovely because it's, you know, it's graceful. It's a more arty than aggressive attack. But um, but the thing is with the with the people who are going out and buying these boards, um, say from California, you know, fifteen hundred quid's worth of long board, but they're shit here because we mm. ain't got we're not a Pacific point break. We haven't got yeah. these powerful little point breaks. The rails are wrong on it. You know, there's loads of things. Not all of them. Some of them are just they're just good boards. They work. But people are buying into this thing of yeah, but it costs loads of money, so it must be good. Yeah, and that's yeah. far from the truth. Absolutely, yeah. you know. Yeah. yeah, that was quite wise, wasn't it? It was wise, yeah. <laughs> no, but it, no, but it's just true. You know, it's true. I see it all day long in here. You know, people come in talking shit about boards and how they think that this is going to make them that and make them that. You know, and the amount, in, in all honesty, people come to the rack, right? They come in and I, they say to me, oh, I want this little board because it looks cool, yeah. right? A little mm. six o or a 510 fish or whatever. And I and I look at them and I'm going, okay, yeah, right. So first of all, I give them the benefit of the doubt. I'm, I judge them as in, you don't look like you surf. I don't, you know, whatever that's meant to mean. Yeah. But yeah. you kind of go, oh, right. So how often you surf? Well, I'm down here a couple of times a year. 
And you're like, right, and how long have you been surfing? And they're like, uh, well, like, um, well, a couple of years. And, you're like, and you surf a few times a year. I goes, mate, you're, you're about 10 years from that board. Yeah. yeah? And yeah. they would go, oh, yeah, but you can't stop me buying that. And I'm like, well, I can because I won't sell it to you. Yeah, and then they walk out with the ass. But then I'll see them like 10, you know, I'll see them like, say, an hour later walking up the road with a little whatever, you yeah, know, yeah. under their, like a little stupid board under their yeah. arm. And I thought, well, I might as well have made that money. But at least I sleep at night. Yeah, yeah you fair, know what I mean. Fair. Yeah. You, you're kind of doing them a, a favour well, without am, them yeah. realising it by, yeah. you know, because yeah. there's nothing worse than being on the wrong boards. No, no. but enough. people don't want to be told, do they? No. They don't want to hear that because that's really cool that board. Yeah, where mm. it's not very cool. This big eight foot middle length or minimal we used to call them. Minimal, you know what yeah. I mean? Like so, you know, like it's yeah. You can't you some you can't educate some people because they don't want to hear it. But then you'll see them out in the water and they're having a nightmare. Yeah. But the people that do listen are the ones that you see progress, and that's nice yeah. to see. And that's what you get, like you say, you get that from a surf shop, don't you? Yeah. So oh, also you've cool. got that question we often ask. I'm not going to ask it in the way I normally ask it, because you've mm. already sort of answered it. You're going to do it in if French? You, no, yeah. <laughs> going to do it in French. <laughs> yeah. Spanish? No, I'll just end up offending people. Um, so <laughs> people want to hear that. If yeah. you could surf, normally you say if, we could, oh. if you could surf one wave anywhere, where would it be? But mm. I'm going to say if you could surf one wave locally... For the rest of your life, where which one would it be? Oh, for me, I'm a fistral boy. That's the thing. Like I'm all about fistral. It was always it's like my home. Really, it's like my front garden. You know, when I paddle out of fistral, I like I, I you, know, you pretty much know everyone. If you know, I mean, everyone yeah. knows me. And like I say, and I'm not dick in the water. I'll, I'll like you know, I know when something's wrong. But it's really hard because you you know you're in a busy beach like Fistral. It's probably the most famous surfing beach in Britain. Mm. You know, and it, therefore it's also the most crowded. But I live just up the road. I can see it from my house. You know, yeah. and I'm like, there it is. And, and yeah, it has good years, it has bad years. Sometimes the banks are good, sometimes the banks are shit like anywhere. But Fistral is my home, really. And uh, and uh, all the characters and all the community that surfs it, you know, like, I've got a lot of respect for them. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Uh, worst wipeout, worst uh, experience in the surf? Uh, worst experience. Well, more, I think more, I did have years ago, probably, I mean, crikey, this must be 25 years ago, but I was, I paddled out once at Fistral and I, and I didn't really check it. It was in the, it was, um, yeah, I remember just looking at it and thinking, oh, it looks all right. And I paddled out. I thought it was about three foot, four foot, yeah. weirdly. And, I th- and even to this day, I can't understand how it happened. But I paddled out into it and I was on a shortboard and I paddled out and there was a boat, I think there was a bodyboarder who was paddling out at the same time. It was totally empty. And as I paddled out, I was thinking, where is, where is everyone? This is weird. And as I paddled, I looked out to sea and I saw this set come through and it was like, you know, I thought, holy shit, is that a set out there? We we're, were, were way inside, you know. Yeah. And even now I can't understand it because I think maybe I was just a kook, you know, like I just didn't understand what was going on. Yeah. But I got a beating, you know, like this thing raised and I, like in my brain it was 20 foot. Yeah. Obviously it wasn't because it wouldn't just sort of suddenly appear 20 foot, but it felt like it was. You know when you see waves go really slow, yeah. you know, rising like that and I was like, holy shit. And that was, a th- and it took me down, you know, like just exploded on me. And I remember going underwater and I had a panic attack. I'd never had a panic And to this day I've never had one again. But I started, you know, hyperventilating and going, shit, I just wasn't prepared yeah. mentally for that, what was going on. And I remember being washed down into the, you know, into the bottom. Luckily, my leash didn't snap. But I, and I got up and then the next one hit me and I was shitting it. You know, like yeah. I was like, this is bad. This is bad. I was shaking, you know, and like you say that it was the hyperventilating. I couldn't, what, what stupid thing to do? Mm. You know, your body reacts yeah. that way to a, a situation. And that, that knocked me. Anyway, I, I survived it. It got me to the beach. I felt sick, you know, like just, but it really knocked my confidence. From yeah. And even to this day, I still don't go out in stuff that I would have. You know, like it really yeah. shook me. Yeah, yeah. But that never was at Fistral, go. funny enough. Yeah. Never yeah. let go of them. Yeah, that yeah. was at North Fistral. Yeah, it's, it really done me. You get, you get 
those ones when you know it's big when the wave comes above you and it starts to go fucking dark and you're like yeah no it's oh, hello, yeah, smile, <laughs> yeah. oh, you just want to go home you know I've yeah. had enough I want to go yeah. home you know yeah, please just totally. let me see another day and yeah, I have another yeah. question for you I think it's probably relevant talking about fringe surfing mm. of all the funky stuff you might surf what yeah. is your favourite fringe Oh, I love them all equally. That's the problem because they've all got their place. What people are missing out on is, like, say, the belly ball. People think it's just some old woman with a swimming cap on going in the white water. But we're wearing fins, you know, you surfers. And you, you like today, I was on the belly board out there and we, we were killing it, man. It was amazing. You know, like that for me, I got out buzzing, whereas everyone else looked pretty pissed off. But all us lot, we were all, every one of us got out. There was a few, a few body surfers and whatever. Every one of us come out and goes, that was a really good session. You know, awesome. like we were on yeah. the on the beach all buzzing. What's the lady that surfs here? The, uh, Oh, uh, um, what Gwyn? Gwyn yeah. Haslop. Yeah. yeah, she's yeah. my shop grom. I'll, I'll, yeah, yeah I'll, she's like seventy. I think she's seventy six. Yeah, but yeah, she surfs like she's inspirational because she's like she's you know, amazing. Yeah. yeah, but she's surfing all the time still. You know, she's in there. She's like she'll and if it's too big for her, she'll go bellyboarding. You know, like yeah. um. But she does it old school. You know, she because she just wants to get in the water. You know, she lives alone. She's and, and so her thing every day. It gives her a purpose. I imagine. I love the idea because I've spoken to her before. She's so lovely. Yeah, I, yeah. I like the idea that in the lineup. She's an absolute asshole to everyone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fucking get off yeah, my yeah, way yeah. of you. Yeah, I love the idea of that. Nah, she's lovely, but <laughs> yeah, she's a bit eccentric, and she's um, and she, but she's a real character, and I like that. And that I think probably you know she's been surfing since the sixties, since she was a kid. Yeah. Uh, well, since the fifties, really. Well, she started she was the first female professional surfer, I think. Did she yeah, surfer? well, she won. Yeah, she won contests back there, you know, back in the sixties and whatever. But she, um, no, she's lovely, and she and and uh, she's here almost every day. She yeah. pops by. It's a little routine. Yeah. You know, it gives her a little purpose. She comes yeah, in. Yeah, my, yeah. We've got a juice bar at the road. My wife runs and. Uh, she comes in and has a coffee and or an ice cream or whatever and t- tries to rub it in that she's been in because yeah. she's an early bird. She gets up the crack of dawn and she's in there first. So she comes by and goes, yeah, you missed it, you missed it. And I'm yeah, whatever. <laughs> so, fringe uh, surfing, what are your thoughts on like SUPs and... Yeah, well, I'm famously always been against... But it's always been a bit tongue-in-cheek. You know, the thing is, I think ultimately what it is is I... Like it's a thing of if some if there's a way of people um, if there's a way of people catching a wave better than you you know as in or being a pain in the ass then you're not going to like it are you? Yeah. Shortboarders don't like longboarders. Longboarders don't like or people don't want. So when subs came along, it was just this big unwieldy bloody great thing going through the lineup. You know, um, usually middle aged men that or for some for a lot of them it's like they could never surf so it was like cheating way of already being on your feet and not earning it and that's what I struggled with and plus I got hit a few times in the head by subs that were out of control and whatever but they you know ultimately they're doing their thing like I could never go on a sup because I'll get lynched. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? After all the sort of <laughs> shit I've given over the said, years. <laughs> yeah. And then they've come in and you're like, oh, actually, it looks like, and then you're like, I just can't do it. No, man. I can't do it. No. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, no, I've got total respect. I know loads of suppers that are super nice. They actually talk to me. It's really weird, you know, like, I'm like, I don't know, but you know, I just, I just use them as spotters. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like, I see them in the world up, stayed up there and they look, cause they can see further, can't they? Yeah. Then you, they can see the set. So I'm watching them. So they're my spotters really. Yeah. You know, when I'm in the lineup, but no, I've got nothing to get. I know loads of really cool, really cool guys that do it. And, and girls but um, it's just I just think it looks a bit ugly and it's not for me I don't know it's just not surfing if you know what I mean but which is probably what people think about you know like body surfing and whatever because you, you gotta you gotta use a lot of you gotta take a lot of humility with it you're now bottom of the pecking order yeah. you know like people look at you what are you doing swimming around like an idiot you know but yeah the, like I said, the feeling's so intense and the stoke so high that you just it's mind blowing yeah. it's totally changed my life and yeah. I'll probably, hopefully, do it the rest of my life. And it's not because people go, oh, you, you, they all think I'm injured or something's happened. I'm like, yeah. no, I've just found 
this amazing thing. Yeah. And the community, like I say, it's a niche thing again. Even the top players in it, they're approachable. You know, like you could talk to the Keddie Slater of body surfing or the, you know, whatever, and they're totally approachable. They love it because they're, it's so small. The world yeah. is so small in that. And, and that's what I love about it. I'd rather be the one in a hundred than in the yeah. lineup than yeah. the 101. You yeah. know, like, like, I, like I say, I still love surfing. I love it dearly. But, but um, I surf, whether you think I surf bad or, or good, it's irrelevant I but I when I do go surfing I'm still really enjoying it you know yeah, and uh, yeah. yeah so yeah I'm super happy with it it's interesting that because I shortboard and the stoke I get out of it the, the amount of stuff yeah. it does for me shortboarding and actually why would I not want to replicate that stoke through doing something else but for me the reason I don't want to go into any other equipment is that I don't want to lose that same stoke for shortboarding because I yeah, know the sure. stoke that that yeah. in itself yeah. gives me yeah. so for the reason of it's so because the reason why I don't want to try other things yeah. it's not that I'm against it yeah yeah. But plus you're probably at the stage like me I've, I've surfed for 40 years so I surf as well as I'm ever going to surf I'm mm. not suddenly going to become the, the next big thing at 52 yeah. I'm happy with how I surf as in you know when I go surfing I go yeah I can do this I'm, I'm you know I'm flowing the way I like it I'm enjoying it and everything but I'm not um, but you know, I'm not getting, um, I'm not going to, I'm not, like I say, I'm not going to suddenly improve. So for me, I've got that comfort. Whereas you would probably think, yeah, but I don't want to waste a surf doing something else. Cause yeah. that's where it changes is where you go from, yeah. you know what I yeah. mean? You like, cause you're trying to get better. You're trying to get better. You're trying to get better. And every surf is important. So if you did something else, it would feel like, yeah, but I'm, I could have been doing it on a board. But what you don't realize is how much the feeling is the same. It's pretty much the same. You're yeah. looking for the same wave when you drop down, like you're dropping into a wave, say on your body, and you're seeing that curl there. You're going, my God, you know, like the feeling's intense, and yeah. Like, and like, yeah, and the fitness goes through the roof. You, when I take surfers out with me, body surfing, they go, oh, I've seen you like it's, you know, some people get it and they go, you know, it looks real fun, and you lot are all having a good time. They come swimming out with me, and they're blowing out their ass in five minutes because yeah. they're not used to it. You know, mm. you're swimming around, you're diving under, under, uh, under waves, and uh, and they're suddenly they're just like, man, I feel so unfit, and <laughs> yeah. like it's surprising. It really surprised me, and I. And all the old guys used to say to me, you know, as you hit your fifties, you need you, that's when it all goes downhill. Yeah. You know, your fitness goes, you you, you start to, you know, um, things happen, and you're like, so I just feel wrong and up my game. Yeah. You know, and like I say, la- last year I surfed 221 days of the year. Wow. You know, that's yeah. not bad. You know, yeah. at my age. Yeah. You know, I don't feel old. I don't feel oh, one of the old boys or whatever. But probably kids look at you and think, all right, granddad. You know, but but you're out there, and like the other the other bonus of being older is that you uh, you're more comfortable with yourself. Yeah. You don't give a shit what yeah. other people think. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. You know, and that's beautiful. That's one yeah. of the most amazing things about getting older is bollocks to everyone else. Yeah. You know, like I don't care what you look like or what you. Yeah, you don't care anymore. I like I like that feeling as as yeah. I'm getting older now. I like that feeling. Yeah, it's of, really yeah, whatever. It's liberating. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it's liberating, isn't it? Yeah. Because you're not worrying about. You're so self conscious when you're a child, when you're a kid. Yeah. You know, you yeah, talk to a fair, grom yeah. and they're so self-conscious about everything. And you were the I was the same. You know, you're always, oh, yeah, but if I look like a dick, you know, yeah, whatever. But yeah. when you get older, you don't care. You're just thinking, look, I believe in what I believe in because I've had a whole lifetime of experiences, yeah. you know. And, uh, yeah, and I think I've, I'm loving it. I'm embracing it. Absolutely. You, you can't know, take that yeah. away from yeah. a person. Yeah. Well, I think it's been absolutely fucking fascinating. Oh, this has been great. Oh, really really it's been time, absolutely yeah. great. Um, do you want to tell people where they can find you online? Uh, well, if you go on, I mean, if you're into the real surfing, I'm on Instagram and, and Facebook and all that, but I don't really do the Facebook as much anymore. I, I'm a bit more um, sort of towards Instagram, but on Real Surfing Magazine uh, or the free, if you're into, if you want to, 
um, change your life and look at something that's a bit that's a bit more kind of inclusive yeah. and uh, community driven. Then then I've got the page on Instagram called Fringe Surfing. Check me out on that. But um, but like I say, everyone's welcome to always join us. It's it's a real inclusive, like I say, um, vibe in it. And there's some ex surfers, some are guys who are, who have been injured, and they suddenly instead of not surfing. They're yeah. getting their buzz, still getting in the water. You know, it's, part of it's about the immersion, isn't it? Yeah. So these people, like I've met through this whole thing, yeah. have be, uh, are just like, yeah, everyone's just buzzing on it, and it's yeah, it's, a, it's like it feels like a new thing. But body surfing is not new, or mat surfing is not new. But when do you see people in the lineup, you know, flying along on on, the, on oh, their I've body? You know, yeah. like yeah, it's pretty, you're it's, one of it's two people rad. I'm aware of that do that. Yeah, and, and it, there is a bit it. of a nest of us here, you know. Like, yeah. there, but it ain't just us; it's all up and down the coast. But we're all, um, but we, but it's very, uh, and even like you say, I, I'm hooking up with people in Hawaii. There was a kid here last week from Canada, from Tofino, who there's, he, he said there's only two body surfers in in Canada <laughs> up there in, in Tofino, and he he came because he knew that I was, he knew about, he'd heard about the shop on Instagram. You know, like there are some things about social media as much as it's shit but there are things that do connect us you know like say as a tribe kind of thing and because it's so niche and so it feels so new here it's really exciting it's a good exciting time yeah and if uh, if anyone's had the surfboard anywhere near Pete's surfboard whilst he's been carrying his and they've then got dings in it where can they find you to get repairs so we're down next to walkabout in Newquay Karma Surf Shop and that Um, it's still open for ding repairs all winter like I say I disappear for the winter so the shop itself is packed away but Dave uh, is still making his boards, his custom boards through the through the winter, and and the guys are uh, still fixing your boards. So yeah, bring your dings in. Yeah, head and message. Right. Pete yeah. doesn't control his board very no. well when he carries no. it. No, but, it's, he's, but he's you're keeping people in business. Yeah. You know well, what I mean? It's very generous. See, the difference is my board's big and custom made, and he's yeah. got a cheap shop bit of shit bought from the yeah. internet. Mm. Yeah, but they all still take your head out, yeah. head off, you know, like, yeah. Yeah, there's so many, I mean, like you say, at, you're joking aside, out the front here, you know, we've got Tower Beach and it's just chaos, you know, it's carnage. Uh, I'll call it Danger Bay, you know, and uh, like when we go body surfing, we're wearing gaff helmets, you know, yeah. like which you'd feel like yeah. a right dick. You know, Tom Carroll can carry it off a pipeline, yeah. but we're like, we're out there and you're, you know, on a surfboard, you feel a bit conscious, but that's a shame, you know, like, you know, gaff helmets, they're like the best thing since sliced head. You know what I mean? They're like, <laughs> yeah. honestly, it's like the amount I've been hit nine times in the head so far since I've started body surfing Gosh. by people's boards, Jeez, and man. and ultimately, how what what would, would I have been hospitalised? I don't know. Yeah. But luckily, I had a lid on. Yeah, you know? uh, we've had one guy today, army surfer, um, actually by Mick Fannin of all people, yeah. uh, ran him over on his board. The board is done, done. Yeah, yeah. Took nearly most of his thumb off. As <laughs> he's well. not actual Mick Fanning, you should he's say. No, that. no, his name's Mick Fanning. <laughs> Retirement's not done well. To <laughs> but like I say, you know, you are keeping everyone running each other down, is keeping us in business. Yeah. It's like it's insane. Yeah, the things are coming through the door thick and yeah. fast, which is sad. Yeah. You know, when we when we given the board back, we're like, look, hopefully we won't see you again. You know mm. what I mean? Fin slices is the big new one. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, and that's, and if that could have been your head. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. yeah. Etiquette's yeah. the solution. Yeah. And looking. Yeah. Right. Oh, well, thanks for that, Steve. That was, uh, I just literally, as we said, it was recorded so long ago. It was back in mm. October. Last it was October. Year. It's been six months. Yeah. And interestingly, uh, well, I mean, I'm, as we record this now, I'm on my way back from a new key surf trip with Army Surfing, even though I'm no longer in. So it was nice to be in new key again. And yeah, it was such a long time ago, but man, that was a lot of fun. Yeah. I mean, just editing it, I was just like, 
my wife was saying to me, what are you laughing at? So I was laughing, <laughs> going through editing it and stuff. But I yeah. mean, Steve's a, a character for sure. And is that, I was always told the world runs on characters, yeah. you know, and I think that's genuinely true. And what a character he is. Yeah, what a brilliant guy. I mean, uh, the Real Surf magazine, the next issue of that is out anytime now. Mm. And as we said, when we recorded that, he was actually at Karma, but now he's off in his own shop in a different place. And it is in Newquay. Uh, his new shop is just off of Bank Street uh, between the pasty shop and the old HSBC building. So that opens up on the 29th of April and that is called Fringe Surf Shop. And he said to me that he's going to do uh, sort of alternative, there's going to be 50% of the shop will be alternative surf craft because as he said in that, you know, he's well mm, into his French surfing, French surfing. Yeah. he's into his mats and his bodyboards and his whatever he can yeah. surf like his um fridge yeah okay you know so all that sort of stuff that he's into that is going to be in there but he also wants it to be more like a museum as well yeah, from, right. Right, representing different shapers from around the uk mm. and uk surfing and stuff like that so it should be really good i reckon it's going to be a totally different oh it's going to be mega and is it open now uh 29th it's open the 29th shame i didn't get a chance to go in while i was down yeah, you should have yeah, do much more. Than I, I mean, mate. To be fair, we've had a lot of surf, and it's been three times a day, sunset session every night. Yeah. Been some carnage, carnage waves. I mean, big waves. It was a day I didn't get, and it was way, way out of Mali. Well, you got in more than me this week. Yeah, well, I mean, Salty Safa got in on a big day. I took the drone out. Honestly, it was double overhead, closeouts, low tide, Watergate Bay, and even from the car park with the drone, I was getting scared of the cleanup sets. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my god, it was insane. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's been a good week, and uh, yeah, I didn't get to come down. I've had a bad back all week. You were supposed brilliant. to come down, weren't you? Because you've joined the army. You're still part of army. I'm still part of it. Yeah, you are. I was going to come down, but yeah, as I say, you know, done my back in and uh, can't surf, can't barely walk to be honest at no, the moment. Can't. So that's no. fun. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't struggle struggle just having a two o'clock breakfast, though, did you? Oh yeah, well, I, did, I did struggle a little. You got bit you got out of bed for that. I tell yeah, you. <laughs> got out of that just a little bit. Um, but yeah, as we say, you know. Um, Thanks to Steve, that was absolutely brilliant. And go and check him out in his new shop. It's nice in- to to hear. I think Steve had such an, I guess, a different insight to surfing from from me. I've not surfed that long in comparison. He's grown up with it and seeing that change where surfing is like quite. I mean, it's probably still quite niche now, I guess, but it's popular. Yeah. Like back then, yeah. nobody surfed, you know. And even little things he said about like how you know he would take a foamy out. And people would just be like, what are you doing, mate? Yeah. And like, yeah. How, that's so normal now. You always see people ripping on foamies and yeah. you've got performance foamies and short world foamies and everything else. So nice to see that insight of somebody that's actually seen that progression or that yeah. change. And I do like what he says about the fringe surfers, uh, real like a community, especially with things we've seen recently of, you know, like we had like um, Ben Larg who got mm. beaten up at a beach and there's that girl who got beaten up at a beach the other day. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shocking. Well, thankfully that guy lost all his sponsors as well, that absolute fucking creature bellend cock. Yeah, good. So you should. Can you use that? I don't know. Yeah. Fine. Well, sod it. I'm leaving that it. in. Yeah, yeah. Shocking. Um, yeah, but like, like Steve said, like, you know, in that fringe community, it's such a community and everyone's like super stoked for everyone mm. to be there. You do get that weird thing in surfing sometimes of people being like, you know, you paddle out into the lineup, you get intimidated because it's like, yeah, totally. who are you? What can you do? What, like me paddling out, who are you? No one, what can you do? Fuck all. <laughs> <laughs> you get that out of the wave, and that's just the staff. <laughs> I, I get that when I walk into my lounge. <laughs> That's my wife and my dog. <laughs> Who are you and what can you do for us? <laughs> but yeah, um, as I say, you know, it's a, a really 
a different sort of different take and uh yeah you know we've got another another different take coming up soon as yeah, well totally, with uh yeah. with efoil scotland which is oh yeah yeah so fair yeah i guess you could class that different. as fringe i guess yeah like expensive and fringe bloody hell bloody the most expensive yeah. fringe you've ever seen yeah um but also we should say sponsor of this show surface wetsuits and for 10 percent off at surface head over to surface and Use the discount code UKSurfShow23 and that will get you 10% off anything you order from Surface. And if you want to get 50% off the annual editions of the Adrenaline Athlete Training Programme, which is a strength and conditioning training programme designed for surfers, specifically for surfers in mind, uh, there's two discount codes. Firstly, for the Home Edition, that is Surf Home 50, and for the Gym Edition, that is Surf Gym 50, and that will get you 50% off the Adrenaline Athlete Training Programme. So I got distracted. I thought Waldo just cycled past us. We should say. Oh, we did say we're recording this in your car. Yeah, in my car, in a car park, in a Morrison's car park. But, I mean, yeah. We're now doing fringe episodes of recording locations. recording random (laughs) locations. But also, we should say about the FCS competition, because we didn't mention it on last week's at all. No, so if you're listening to this now, depending on when you're listening to it, if you're listening on Sunday night, that means you're a loyal show fan. Yes. So probably you. tomorrow on Monday, yeah, we're going to do the the draw, yeah, via an app, so it's fair. Yeah. Um, if By the you're, spinny circle. If you're listening to this before midnight on Sunday and you're like, shit, I've commented on uh, Instagram, but I've not done anything on YouTube. Get on YouTube, yeah. comment, make sure you like and subscribe, um, and then shortly after that, we will release the details of the next giveaway, which is going to be another epic giveaway. Yeah. Should we do it? Monday or Tuesday, so give people a chance to listen Monday and do the draw on Tuesday. Yeah, 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 yeah. That sounds good. Yeah, let's do the draw Tuesday. So we do the draw on Tuesday, whatever date that is after this one comes out. And um yeah, that'll be we'll post the results for that on the Instagram and the YouTube and <laughs> uh, we've moved on from the the, <laughs> the Instagram and the YouTube will post the results on there and then we'll also announce it on the next episode who the winner was when we talk about the next competition with yeah, FCS we'll, as well. We'll, we'll let everyone know when Paz has won. <laughs> <laughs> you actually got a message yeah. off him. Will it be fi- will it look like a fix if I win? hundred <laughs> uh, percent. you know, it's a random pickup. Oh, do you know what we should say as well? Do you know what did look like a fix? What? So recently I went down to um down to cornwall it's about four weeks ago five weeks ago now and i was going down in my car and i spoke Mm. to paz and i said he's going out for a surf and uh with zoe and gareth as well and i said like if i come down can i borrow a board off someone paz went you can borrow the board off you that (laughs) you won that he won in the competition my own old board back (laughs) he said you can borrow that to go out i said mate that looked well dodgy he said no no one will recognize you no one recognize you fine paddled out someone went to me straight away pete (laughs) i was like oh shit (laughs) oh which reminds me so we all had a a sunset surf the night three of us and salty safa was like oh i'm gonna i'm gonna get out now i mean it's beyond dark right and i was like right cool i'll get one more i'll be in behind you and i saw him i kind of caught a rubbish wave and i was like that's not my last one one more yeah i'll have one more one more and when i paddled back out i turned around and he was stood on the beach just looking i was like right cool he's waiting for me and then I, I was there for a bit so i just caught some white water and and went in but as i was going in he started walking up the beach and I was like, all right, he's just taking a slow walk. But he's quite far in front of me. And I was like, I'm not running. And so I, I'm sh- I'm shouting absolute abuse at him in the way we do. Like, I'm pr- proper abuse. Yeah. Right, okay. And this is a uh, tall calm. Yeah. And he's now, 
at the bottom of the stairs at the top of the beach, right? And I'm like, I'm in proper abuse. And I get up close and the guy turns round. And is it Salty Safa? No. Is it bollocks? <laughs> and I, got, I was like, mate, I'm really sorry. I'm literally shouting abuse at you thinking you're someone else. And he's like, oh, no worries. And he turns round, starts walking up the stairs. And then he turns back at me and he goes, are you the Scottish surfer? <laughs> I was like, oh my God, I'm shouting abuse at my fans on the beach now. He's like, I met a Scottish surfer. He's a prick. Yeah, just <laughs> literally shouting at me the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I wanted to say about the Surf Mole Pro episode as well, because actually we had quite a lot of DMs, um, yeah. both to my own account and to the, the show's account, um, of people saying, I didn't realise I had to wear them in the summer, or I didn't realise wearing a hood wasn't yeah. enough yeah um i've had a few people in from army surfing actually this week getting some uh surf mole pros molded as well so yeah, i forgot some good. done which is pretty good so i hope the message is getting out there as to how important protecting your ears are yeah and uh yeah, yeah i think that definitely. episode went down pretty well yeah it did yeah it seems to have gone down really well we had a lot of uh lot of response as you say I think we're going to have to do an uh, episode with the Salty Tramp as well because uh, <laughs> he likes being called that and we talk about him enough on the... Uh, He's not going to be happy with that. <laughs> if you ever meet him, oh, Salty Tramp, are you the Salty Tramp? <laughs> he, he, honestly, them waves he surfed on Tuesday were ridiculous. He had, I've not seen a proper hold down where he's, his board was tombstoning. Yeah, like, and he, he actually had to climb his leash, which just in my head, I'm like, I, I'm so no, happy I did no, not go. No thanks, no. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. We hope you enjoyed this episode, and uh, thanks to Stephen. Good luck to him with the yeah. new shop and everything as well. You know, and totally. uh, hope it all goes well. So yeah, next time, can't remember what we've got. We've got something. We've got loads of recordings. It's all Scotland now, out, I think, yeah. for the uh, foreseeable. Bar a couple, maybe. Yeah, bar yeah. a couple that we've got fitted in, and um, yeah, so. A lot of Scottishness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people who can't say Peugeot. Peugeot. It's a Peugeot. <laughs> it's the same France. Peugeot. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> Bye.